0: welcome to Bite Size Mindfulness Podcast. I'm your host Linda Quijano and this is a series filled with conscious discussions around living life more mindfully, delivered to you in easy to digest bites. I'm so very thankful to have you here joining me today, so let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Bite Size Mindfulness Podcast. First up, I want to send out a big thank you to everyone who shared my launch with me, who reposted and spoke about it, who messaged me and sent me love and support. I feel so inspired after receiving all your support and love, and it's just made me feel like I just want to keep on creating amazing content for you all. So a million thank yous. I feel like I need to be a little bit honest, though. (laughs) I actually recorded that first episode a few weeks back, and I felt like I was waiting for the perfect moment to release it, but when exactly is that? Because I have no clue. <laughs> Currently I'm in a bit of a crossroads, I guess you could say. I'm about to go on a road trip with my partner and I, Jake, and I thought, should I start it now or should I wait? And I tossed and turned with the idea that I had to listen to my heart and my gut, and my response was, to do it now, I am too excited, so here I am. Bite-sized mindfulness is out into the world, and I'm here pressing record on episode two. Bite-sized mindfulness. When I think about it, is heavily relying on energetic conversations from me to you. When I was creating this podcast, I decided to hang up the coat on perfection and instead embrace imperfection because honestly. For myself, when I think about it, done is better than perfect. I don't want to strive for perfection and be this unrealistic person in your ears. I'm only human, and when I show up to the mic, I'm showing up exactly as I am, where I am, and I'm inviting you in as my friends so that we can navigate it together. What this looks like in my mind is a space for me to share. Share what I'm going through, my experiences, my stories, my raw reactions to things, what I'm finding valuable and what I'm loving, because if I'm finding benefit in something, the likelihood that you will too is pretty high, I'd like to think, and I want to share it with you. So with all of that being said, in today's episode, I'm going to share and chat about something I am myself trying to be better at. I spend a lot of time reading and researching and thinking about this topic, and today I want to discuss it. I want to start to discuss it because I'm sure I will cover it in future episodes to come. Gratitude. Being grateful for the things we have, the place we find ourselves and appreciating what life we're living. That is overall what gratitude can do for us. It takes us out of our mind and brings us back into our body in the present moment. As I'm sure you've noticed, I've titled this episode Be a participant, not a spectator in your life. Because too often, guys, we let life happen to us. And I know I'm guilty of this. But as spectators, it's as though we're living as a dress rehearsal. That's nowhere to live. While participants know that this is a one-shot deal and live life accordingly. Take every day as a blessing. The reason gratitude works so well is because it allows us to celebrate the present moment, taking us out of our head and connecting us back in our body. And by valuing and appreciating ourselves, our friends, our situations and our circumstances, it focuses our mind on what we have rather than something we need, want and don't have. What I'm going to discuss today is conscious gratitude. Conscious gratitude is when you are purposefully doing it. So currently on my Instagram, I'm running something called Moving Towards Delight in December. I've set the intention to practice gratitude every single day for the month of December, saying three things I'm grateful for. This is a conscious decision of mine. And as a result, I'm hoping that it will become a daily habit of mine. The thing with gratitude is that it blocks toxic emotions because when we have toxic emotions, it can start to destroy happiness and gratitude aims to build happiness. The reason why I'm taking this so seriously and talking about it right now is because I feel so passionate about it. Every listener right now, I'm sure at some point this year, either felt anxious, lonely, sad, confused, or maybe as a result out of their control of their emotions, which is an awful state to be in. So if there was ever a time to talk about something, it's now. And if there was ever a time to start practicing gratitude, it's right now. I want to encourage everyone finishing this year, fueling themselves, looking after themselves, doing all the little things that make their day bigger and brighter. Because this year, took a fair amount of energy from us. I think we can all agree on that one. So it's time to spread some love on one another, spread some love on yourself and those around you, because I think you'll be really surprised by the many ways that gratitude can improve your health, lower your blood levels and improve your sleep. It shouldn't be any surprise that our minds and our bodies are closely connected researchers have proven people who regularly practice gratitude by taking time to notice and reflect upon the things they're thankful for experience more positive emotions feel more alive express more compassion and kindness and even guys have stronger immune systems why is the news top covering this one i don't know So how does gratitude work? It can be done as a daily discussion. So I've seen it before happening in workplaces. Uh, Someone will open up a conversation and group will talk about what they're grateful for each day, or maybe it's done weekly. But having a discussion and opening it up to the people that are around you is a great way to invite gratitude in. You might like to have a discussion with your friends about gratitude. You might want to have a discussion with your partner. I know Jake and I have done that before. I'll ask him, you know, what are three things you're grateful for today? And he'll tell me his and I'll tell him mine. So having a discussion with those that are closest around you is a great way for not only you to be grateful about the things in your life, but for other people in your life to be grateful for the things that they have too. It can also be done as a meditation. Meditation is a great way to give thanks for the many blessings you have in your life. So the old saying goes, if you don't have five minutes to meditate, meditate for 10. Because guys, I know I'm not the only one to tell you this, but we do have time for ourselves. And if we aren't making time for ourselves, we need to start. This life isn't guaranteed and every day truly is a gift. I recommended this last week in my episode, uh, Insight Timer. It's a free app that you can download. And it's filled with amazing meditations. And there is actually a specific part that's dedicated to gratitude. So go check that out and start meditating morning, during the day, evening, whenever suits you. If you don't have five minutes, make 10. (laughs) A really popular way to practice gratitude is also by keeping a journal. Now, this is one that I have fallen in and out of over the years. But when I do start making the commitment to write good things down, I start to notice organically the positive things throughout my day that I just notice better. So in the evening or during the day, I'll write them down. And then in weeks to come, I'll start noticing these things organically, just that what I'm grateful for. And it's a really beautiful experience and cheesy. I know, but when I truly sit and think about what I'm grateful for and put pen to paper, I feel a wave of peace, of calm and comfort wash over me. A study from London University College in 2015 actually took 119 women and had them use a gratitude journal for two weeks. This study showed all women had increased mental well-being, optimism and sleep quality increased, but their blood pressure decreased. So more and more research is actually coming out now saying that gratitude and daily gratitude at that improves a person's overall well-being. Now, when I say well-being, I'm meaning that they feel more comfortable, more healthier, more happier. I actually wrote a blog on this a few weeks ago. It's titled Journaling is the most practical way to limit overthinking. It goes over the benefits of how to start and the do's and don'ts of journaling. And I could talk about this for a very long time, but I'll leave it now and promise that I'll cover it in a future episode. My recommendation right now is to start with some gratitude journal prompts to get your mind thinking. And this works for me, so maybe it might work for you. I'll put them in the show notes, but just Invite yourself to think about what the prompt is asking you. There are so many different prompts out there, and so you might like to pick one of the ones that I'm about to go over. But at the top of your page, you might like to write, what's something that you're looking forward to? What's something you're looking forward to that lights you up when you think about it? You might like to write about a place that you've been to before that you're really grateful you got to go visit. Somewhere that made you feel like you were at home or at rest or filled with peace. You might like to show your body some love and at the top of your page ask, what's something about your body or your health that you're grateful for? Our health is such a big one. We are nothing but our health, and we need to look after ourselves. So write about what you're grateful for about your health. Open the door or window and look outside. What's something you're grateful for outside? Nature is a huge one for me. I like incorporating nature into my gratitude. I often sit outside and do my gratitude journal, or I'll sit by a window And I'll look outside and just give thanks for the place that I find myself in. I've traveled quite a lot, and so I like to incorporate the current place that I am at and also where I was brought up and the beautiful places that I've been to before. So nature's a really big one for me. You might like to write about a friend that you're grateful for, a teacher, a mentor, perhaps a family member or a colleague... Someone that makes you feel good, that inspires you and makes you feel safe. And lucky lass, uh, you might like to just do the one that I'm doing at the moment and write three things that you're grateful for today. And this is the one I'm currently doing on my Instagram. But as I've said before, these are just some of the options available. And I will continue to remind you this as we go along with my podcast and my blog, that not everything will work for you. What works for me? might not work for you and just like I said in last week's tips for procrastination take what you need what you find useful and leave the rest because there is no point attempting to do it all take what resonates with you so I'll pop those prompts and the link to the blog regarding journaling in the show notes so you can screenshot and visit the blog at your next convenience but the final thing I want to talk about is something I came across when I was doing my masters of teaching. It was during a professional development day. It's basically a tool that helps savour a happy experience. So today, I would love to share it with you because I personally have had times where I've struggled. I felt alone in my thoughts, negative spirals circling around in my head, causing me to get to a state of anxiousness. And this tool helps down regulate that. It's called the one-minute therapy. Basically how it works is when you have an anxious thought, You stop, breathe, and spend a whole minute having a positive thought. That's it. Neuroscientists have said it takes 20 seconds to register a positive moment. 20 seconds to register a positive moment. 20 seconds when you're walking down the street and you see a pretty flower and you keep on going. No, stop yourself. Take it in, absorb it all. When you see a cute puppy at the front of a cafe, you spot a painting that you like, receive a hug. There's so many amazing positive moments that happen throughout your day that you just miss. But instead of missing them, take 20 seconds to register it. Let the sensation fill your brain instead of rushing on by and then remain there in that moment. And then when you have an anxious thought, creep into your mind Spend your one minute therapy busking in that moment. Take your mind back to that place and then your brain will register that everything is and will be okay. This can be done as simply as closing your eyes wherever you are and having a positive moment. It can be done in your car, on your way to work, at your desk when you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed by all the work coming your way before bed and all the thoughts throughout the day come rushing back. When you're with the kids, it's just one minute and it can be done anywhere. And guys, it's free. (laughs) It's one minute of free time for you, your breath and a happy moment. And by doing this, you're reducing the stress hormone cortisol. You see, when everything feels out of control, you feel stressed and you tend to make things worse by not exercising, perhaps. Maybe eating bad foods that make you feel sluggish or drinking or staying up too late. I know for myself, I often at first I'll resist doing something I know will make me feel better. But what I know to be true is what we resist only continues to persist so when i finally give in i take my one minute therapy afterwards i feel stronger more resilient and happier to move through my day now guys i'm not going to be unrealistic i am totally aware that some days you will feel like you're struggling to even come up with something to be thankful for on those days be gentle with yourself start really small It can feel so consuming, so challenging, and so overwhelming to think of something to be positive for in the midst of a difficult time. And I appreciate that. However, that's how it works when, even on your darkest days, when we find something to be grateful for, we gain a little bit more control of our life. When we give thanks for something small, it's saying, hey, no, no stress. I've got this. I'm going to be okay. Gratitude is all about consistency and creating a habit you do daily. Be kind to yourself, take each day as it comes, and go give it a go. Happier and back in control in one minute. It's possible, guys, and I hope you give it a go. Remember, the takeaway from today's episode is that gratitude doesn't have to be hard, it doesn't have to be this big song and dance. It's just a little bit of work for a lot of reward. I appreciate you beautiful humans being here today and taking the time out to have me in your ears. It means the absolute world to me. If you found value in today's episode, I would be so grateful if you could rate and review my podcast as it helps me grow and expand the content I produce even more. Don't forget to show me some love and hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, come visit me at my Instagram at linda kihano on there i share lots of beautiful plant-based recipes pics from my hikes that i go on my beautiful dog and all sorts of wonderful things so come check it out as i always like to remind myself today is a good day to have a good day and there is so much to be grateful for i am your host linda kihano and you have been listening to bite Size mindfulness podcast